Hello, everyone. This is Rasa with a favor to ask before we start the show. If you love listening to You Must Know Everything as much as we love making it, please recommend it to a friend, family member, coworker, classmate, teacher, babysitter, anyone and everyone in your circle and beyond. Word of mouth recommendations like yours make the biggest difference. And one more thing. We now have a You Must Know Everything online store with amazing and exclusive t-shirts, hoodies, and mugs, including, of course, kid sizes. Please follow the store link on our website, youmustknoweverything.com, to check it out, show your support, and spread the love that way, too. Thanks so much, and on with the show. Greetings, Rasa. The best to you, Dad. How are you today? I am superb. So happy to hear it. Are you ready to know everything? Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Today, I want to share with you a theory about the seasons. Huh, what is it? Well, fall is fading, winter is coming, and the days are getting shorter. There's less and less sunlight every day. It's dark when we go to sleep. It's dark when we get up. It's even dark before dinner and after breakfast. Yeah. Excellent stargazing, but some people get sad because they miss the sun, and that makes sense. <laughs> but I have a theory that makes me feel better about it, and that's this. The days are longer when the days are shorter. Wait, what? Hear me out. In the height of our Montana summer, it's basically light all the time. We get up and it's blazing. Yeah. And we go all day and... When we get to bed, you have to stay up pretty late to see it when it's dark. Exactly. When it's getting a little bit dark, you start thinking, oh, I guess I should have dinner soon. You look at the clock and it's about 10 p.m., right? <laughs> Where did the day go? It's just one big piece of brightness. In the winter, on the other hand, when we have the sun, it's this brief moment of glory. It's the time to go outside and everyone jumps out. But before that, we go to school, we go to work, we do what we can. Mm -hmm. And then after it, we go, gosh, it's getting dark. I should have dinner soon. We have dinner. We go, oh, I had dinner. I should clean up. Okay, we clean up. And we go, well, it's probably bedtime. Let me just check the clock. Oh, it's 630. <laughs> wow. So we would have had dinner at five? That's how it seems to work out. That's our body rhythm in the winter. <laughs> if we pay Fair attention enough. to the light instead of the clock. And what that means is there's this whole extra day, if you will, after the end of the day. Because, yeah, then it's 630. We can do whatever we want till 730, till 830, till 9. Summer, in a weird way, is a rush. There's barely even time to eat. We're just out, and then all of a sudden, it's midnight. Yeah, that does happen sometimes. So that is why I think the days are longer when the days are shorter. In the summer, if I can get you to have dinner before I want to go to sleep, it's an accomplishment. Sounds true enough. Whereas now, no problem. Darkness falls. We gather, and then we have our whole extra day. At night. I guess I'll toss my sunglasses, grab a blanket, and see what fun comes. 
after dark. Are you ready for today's poem? I sure am. It's called Daughter by John Pineda. Oh, this seems to concern me. Daughter, let us take the river path near Fall Hill. There we will negotiate an outcrop with its silvered initials and other bits of graffiti, all the way to the broken edge that overlooks the bend, and hold hands until we can no longer tell where the river ends. Wow, I like it. May I read it? Please. Daughter by John Pineda. Let us take the river path near Fall Hill. There we will negotiate an outcrop with its silvered initials and other bits of graffiti. All the way to the broken edge that overlooks the bend and hold hands until we can no longer tell where the river ends. Hmm, what's happening in this poem? Well, I interpret it as a man and his daughter walking around a park or a river path, holding hands and just talking for a while. And where do they get to? They get to the place where you can't even tell where the river ends. What is a bend in the river? A bend, it's a turn. Yeah, what's cool about a bend is often... You can't tell where it came from, or you can't tell where it's going to. And there's something magical about that to me. It connects me with the the mystery of life. I don't know what's going to happen next, but I know I'm here to see it if I've got my eyes open and paying attention. Exactly. And we go to a park near our house where there's a creek and we walk and hold hands. So it reminds me of us in that way. Yeah. He says, until we can no longer tell where the river ends. Do you think what they're seeing is changing or the way they're seeing it is changing? Just by them standing there and taking their time. I think maybe the way they're seeing it is changing. Sometimes when we share an experience with someone, it means they're always with us when we have that experience again. I imagine for him, afterward, when he goes back to the river... He still feels his daughter holding his hand, whether she's there with him or not. Yeah. And I hope she maybe feels the same way. I think she does. Last segment of the show. Do you have a vexing question for me? Indeed I do. Why do leaves change color? They're green in the summer and spring. Then in the fall, they'll turn red, orange, yellow, pink, and fall off, and the tree will be bare. What causes them to change color? It's not like there's some secret elf sneaking around and pouring buckets of paint on the leaves. What happens? Wonderful question. Very seasonal appropriate. I'll look it up and get back to you soon. Perfect. back and I've got the answer to your vexing question. Inside leaves are a variety of different pigments. Chlorophyll, the most dominant, makes them green. 
Carotenoids make them orange. Xanthophils make them yellow. Now, chlorophyll is necessary for photosynthesis, the process that plants use to absorb sunlight, carbon dioxide, and water, and turn them into energy and oxygen. But photosynthesis slows in fall as sunlight gets scarcer and the chlorophyll breaks down. With that big green pigment marker fading, the red, orange, and yellow colors we associate with fall appear. They were always there in the other pigments, but the chlorophyll green was so dominant that it covered them up. Ha! Huh. Now, last, there are special pigments called flavonoids and anthocyanins that appear only this time of year to help plants suck the last energy nutrients from leaves before they fall. These add reds and purples to the leaf pigmentation crayon box. Evergreen trees don't lose their leaves seasonally in the same way, so as long as they're healthy, they stay green year-round. Cool! Is it interesting to think that the colors are secretly inside the leaves all the time, but they're covered up? Yeah! I never knew that before. When the leaves turn green again, I'll look and I'll know that there will be other colors hidden inside. Kind of like the books where the pictures are covered in black coating and you have to scratch it off to reveal the picture. It also makes me wonder what thing that's so cool about having a kid. As they grow up, you get to see all these pieces and parts that might have been hidden from view before showing up. What colors are hidden inside you? Dun, dun, dun. Who knows? Maybe tomorrow I'll be purple. You Must Know Everything is produced by me, Jeremy Smith, and her, Rasa Smith, with awesome music by Furniture. Learn more and submit your own vexing questions at our website, youmustknoweverything.com. Subscribe via Apple Podcasts, Android, Spotify, or however you like to listen, and hear dozens of previous episodes for free. Please rate, review, and share the show with friends. And please join us next time for everything you need to know.